The DNVR Rockies podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. You got to check them out just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver. They'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam today. They treat you like family. They take care of your teeth. Very, very, very important. And they know their sports. They've been longtime sponsors of DNVR. Remember when you help them out, you're helping out yourself. You're helping us out. Really, it's a win-win-win situation. So again, get that free Sonicare toothbrush. Schedule your next cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by StravaCraft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25 because when you do that, you get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich and potentially life-altering StravaCraft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman, the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With us here to start is Michaela Perkins. Patrick Lyon's going to be along just in a minute, so we'll have the full beat writer team here to preview this series. The Colorado Rockies welcoming in the Philadelphia Phillies for a three-game set. Uh, hopefully not too welcoming, that is, uh, because uh, as Michaela and I were just talking about just before coming on here, uh, a winnable series for the Colorado Rockies after having just swept, technically, uh, a two-gamer against the Astros. You, you look at these games for the Rockies over the weekend at Coors Field and go, hey, it doesn't look too bad. Yeah, I definitely don't think it looks too bad at all. I mean, I think tonight's game is very winnable. Tomorrow's maybe not so much. And then, you know, that series finale on Sunday, I mean, I think they have a chance of winning that too. So the Rockies have a good chance of winning two of these next three games, which would definitely obviously help improve morale in the overall um, narrative surrounding this team so far this season. The, the Phillies are struggling. I mean, they, aside from Aaron Nola, they really don't have anybody in their rotation that I'm scared of. I don't think anyone, the Rockies should be scared of. So I definitely think this is a winnable series. I hope that they can capitalize on, you know, the Phillies really struggling with their starting rotation so far this season. Obviously when it comes to, you know, the offensive matchups, I think Philly beats out the Rockies just a little, they have a little slight edge on the Rockies, but Aside from that, I definitely, yeah, I definitely think this is a very, very winnable series. And I I hope the Rockies can at least get two of three because I think it's not out of the question that they get, you know, two of those three games. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. I feel like it's never quite as clean as when you look at it that way, but it is, I think the best place where you've you've got to start with the starting pitching matchups. And when you look Mm -hmm. on paper, the Rockies should be favored in two of the three starting pitching matchups and and as you mentioned very much not in the other we know baseball is a weird game one will might go the other way you know maybe they win the Aaron Nola game for whatever reason and and lose one of the other games for whatever reason but on paper I agree with you the first and third games of this set uh very winnable we'll we'll talk about tonight's game in a little bit deeper detail in just a second because we want to go through some of the bets and give you our guys to get hits or whatever uh but so let's talk about the third game in the series first, we, we talked about Aaron Nola, Antonio Sensatella. That's game two. That's mm-hmm. a, an advantage for the Phillies. But you've got to like John Gray versus Chase Anderson, who's two and two with a 666 ERA in his career at Coors Field going against John Gray. We know he's been fantastic. If that does end up being the rubber match, if it's 1-1 going into that game, John Gray at home at Coors Field. We know he loves it there. That's going to be a fun baseball game. How can you not get jazzed about that? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that's going to be electric. If you know that you ha- you have the series tied one one, and then you know you get a Sunday day game with Chase Anderson, who <laughs> you just read off his stats. I it's not looking too great so far for Mister Anderson, but John Gray has looked lights out so far this season. He keeps improving every time he makes a start. He honestly kind of is pushing, you know, Herman out of that ace, <laughs> that ace position or that ace title, in my opinion, because John Gray has just been so electric. And if, if the series is tied one, one, when they, when they match up on Sunday, I, I think John Gray can absolutely get it done and, uh, you know, get a victory for the rocks and win the series. Yeah, that it's, um, 
who would have thunk, right, that, that we'd been saying stuff like this even just a, a couple of weeks ago at the very when they were facing the Dodgers all the time. But mm-hmm. uh, obviously the Rockies are going to need to find a way to score some runs going up against these guys. Um, like we said, Chase Anderson, uh, hopefully very beatable on Sunday. And then you look at uh, that, that. Well, they're, they're, they're going to struggle in the second game. Just, do, just deal with it. We'll, we'll let, just enjoy watching Aaron Nola pitch in that game. Just take it in from a baseball fan perspective. I think that'll be the goal for game two. Yes. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Maybe we get another awesome moment where Raimel Tapia takes Aaron Nola yard like he did Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> right? That's that's the other thing. We're going to have to keep tabs on that. Tapia collecting all of these yeah. like, elite pitchers. Like every, the notches like, on Tapia's bed. <laughs> right? Totally. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. We'll have to have uh, Kale make a graphic for that. Get on it, tech boy. As soon as you Come can. Come on, tech boy. Uh, so tonight, uh, just a... a little more than an hour from when we're actually recording this so if you're listening to this on the podcast by the way you're probably uh hearing a lot some of this especially what we're going to say about tonight's game you know after the fact and uh, so one you'll be able to double check us see how well we did fair enough you're, you're you'll listen in real time but two don't forget to subscribe to the youtube if you want to get this ahead of time if you don't just want the entertainment value of seeing whether we were right or wrong, but you also want the potential winning value of having a little extra cash in your hands from our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, we're going to you know, help you out here. We've got a pretty good track record. I, I know the bets guys have been on an unbelievable run lately. We're doing okay. I think we're up, right? I think if you were, were sticking with our, our most, uh, our strongest prognostications on this show, then you'd be up as a better. I, I feel comfortable saying that. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've done the math, but yeah, probably. So tonight, uh, on the hill for the Colorado Rockies, Armand Marquez going for the Philadelphia Phillies. Vince Velasquez, uh, as you said, Michaela, while John Gray maybe is having the slightly better season, Marquez still pitching well, coming off of uh, his best outing of the season. And, uh, you know, you again, we said on paper, this is one that the Colorado Rockies should uh, very much be able to win Velasquez's numbers are they're not good at course field. In fact, they're not mm-hmm. really particularly good anywhere. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, you know, we know the, the Rockies offense has had their struggles, but I think this is the first time they've had some success in, you know, in some of these games, really not in others. This might be yeah. the first time they're actually going up against somebody they should be able to handle. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you just kind of mentioned it. The Rockies bats have been heating up. That Astro series was great for them. I think it was a nice confidence booster. And then tonight going against Vince Velasquez, I mean, the dude has made three to three appearances so far this year, all as a reliever. He owns a nine ERA and a two seven five whip. So he, I mean, I think this is an easy game for them to win. He Velasquez is struggling a lot with his command. I mean, obviously that's going to be the case when he's been an infrequent, weird bullpen arm that hasn't had a lot of consistency. He hasn't pitched more than two and a thirds inning in a row. So, I mean, <laughs> if the Rockies can't win this one, I don't know what to tell you guys. This on paper looks like a super easy matchup. I mean, I totally feel for Vince. Like, <laughs> it's rough being... In, in position, you, the, the rotation is so, um, for various reasons, not consistent. And, um, you know, Velasquez, he only has faced 22 batters so far this season, and he's walked eight of them. So it's... <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I don't know what to tell so you guys. If he can't... Yeah, he has, let, they have to win today. Let's see if Patrick is going to come in here and throw any cold water on this situation, or maybe he's just going to join the party. Patrick... We're Michaela and I in here. We're getting a little excited now looking at these pitching matchups going winnable series. Is it too good to be true? No, it's, it's not too good to be true. Uh, (laughs) he's basically coming in on a spot start since Matt Moore, unfortunately was added to the COVID-19 list. So, uh, as you astutely pointed out, Michaela, I mean, he's pretty much just been a long reliever for the Phillies, uh, overall a bullpen that couldn't be any worse than they were in 2020. I mean, when it, when it comes to bad bullpens, there was the Rockies, and believe it or not, there was someone, a team that was worse, and it was the Phillies. So uh, Velasquez is, is fine in that long man role, but as a starter here tonight, especially with the spot start, they're lucky if they can get five innings out of him, uh, especially with the way the, the, the bats have finally come around. You know, no matter yep. what 
no matter what the roster looks like here, the Colorado Rockies, they're going to be able to hit and they're going to be able to hit at home. So yeah. uh, this is, this is now game six, you know, their eighth day um, back home at, at Coors Field. So I think they're going to be fine tonight. This will be pretty sure handed victory again with, with their ace on the Hill, uh, which gives them a, an overall good shot at, at winning the series. I don't, uh, I think it'll still be hard to get two out of the three. Uh, but tonight, I think you can lock that one in for a W for the Rockies. There's not going to be too many of these games this season, I don't think. Yeah. But tonight's one of them, for sure. And Patrick mentioned, too, you know, Coors Field is one of the hard, hardest ballparks to pitch in. And I'm sure Velasquez knows that, um, you know, specifically in, in terms of him against the Rockies. He's made four starts at Coors Field, and his ERA is a 5.31 at Coors. So, again, going, going back to all the stats. <laughs> well, well, yes. But looking at it on paper, this should be a really easy game for the Rockies to win. I have no confidence in Vince. I, I feel for the guy, but whew, the Rockies need to capitalize on this day because they're not, like Patrick said, going to have a lot of these absolutely should win games this season. So, Yeah. All right. Let's dive into some of the specifics in this one then. Our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook have our guy, Armand Marquez, at 5.5 the over under on strikeouts uh, this is an interesting one to me because this lineup has a couple of guys who have big swing and miss in their swings and a couple of guys uh who really don't dd gregorius has been notorious for being a contact hitter throughout his career he doesn't strike out a lot uh, andrew mccutcheon was never a big strikeout guy but he is more you know, father time is catching up to him i think for his career he hovers around uh, 17, 18% for the last couple of years, been in that 21 to 22 range. Uh, so th this is a really fascinating one for me. We know Marquez can rack up the strikeouts when he's good. Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins, big power swings, sometimes big strikeout numbers when you when you get them right. The bottom of the lineup a little more susceptible to it. Um, I'm, I'm liking the over here, but I'm not running away in love with it. So I, I could be talked into anything here. Yeah, I'm not loving the over for him at five and a half either. In my opinion, Herman Marquez is an excellent ground ball pitcher, right? I mean, when he pounds the zone with that four seamer, he can also pitch in the lower quadrants with his curveball, his slider, and his sinker. And I think that's what generates the most uh, ground ball situations for the Rockies. So Herman Marquez can get it done, and he's a great pitcher, but I think he's more of a ground out pitcher than he is a strikeout pitcher right now, at least so far this season. So I'm a little hesitant to take the over on five and a half strikeouts for him, but I, I guess I could be talked into the over if Patrick has a different opinion on it. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is a, this is a hard one. Of his, of his last yeah. seven starts, uh, four of those seven, he's been over five and a half. Five of them, he's been at uh, over four and a half. So it's it's right there. The only lineups that were able to to come away with less than five strikeouts um, this year, Dodgers are the only one. Uh, they only struck out twice uh, on on opening day, and then going back to last September, uh, the Giants, a, a veteran staff who makes a lot of contact, only struck out three times. So this will be tricky. I, I think what will end up happening in this one, it'll be a lot like John Gray's start uh, a couple nights ago on Tuesday night versus Houston, where. Uh, we said he was going to get the over on, on five and a half. And it wasn't until the second time through the order, which you would think it would be the first time through the order. Um, right. But I, I, think the, I think the way that the Rockies have, have kind of uh, approached this season is, is to kind of just keep guys off balance in the first time through. And the second time is when you're really going to start to see uh, a lot more of the, of the pitch mix where those, those out pitches we're going to see, uh, like, like the slider, like the changeup. Uh, and I think that's going to you know, be more conducive to those strikeouts. So he's definitely going to make us uh, bite our fingers a little bit and, and, and chew on our fingernails because it's going to be close. But I, I do think he'll get the over by – well, not by one because he can't get six and a half. He has, he's going to be over by a half. He's going to get one and a half strikeout more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still waiting for the start when his fastball fully locks in. And it's going to yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. And we and we don't know when. And if it's tonight, I think that's an easy over. Uh, yeah. And if it's not, then then you're you're right around that range. You could get four. You could get six. And that's why DraftKings is really smart. That's why they <laughs> put those numbers where they do. These guys yes. know what they're doing. It's amazing how many times you look at these over unders of and a half, and it's it's a half under or a half over. It is. I was gonna say I'm so hesitant to take the game. 
Yeah. 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 I was gonna say, I'm so hesitant to take that over because last time I did that, it was also set at five and a half. He had five and five. there was a check strip. There was like one check swing. Right. If, the, if the umpire would have just called it, it would have been six strikeouts, but it wasn't. Right. So I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared of Herman Marquez and his strikeouts. <laughs> I like that. That's smart. Uh, I, of course, have my traditional fiver on Trevor's story to hit a home run. Come on. It's got to happen now, right? It has to. If this is the game, it has to be. (laughs) I guarantee you Velasquez is going to throw a heater on a rope and Story is just going to crush that ball. It has to happen. It has to be this game. (laughs) Story does have good numbers in in 16 uh, plate appearances. He does have an OPS over 1,000, so... It's it's wow. been pretty favorable, so uh, I'm not sure that he has a homer against Velasquez, but he does have a couple extra base hits. So, yeah, this feels like a good one tonight. A Friday night if crowd. It, oh, yeah. it has to be tonight. Come on, Trevor, we're pulling for you, buddy. <laughs> he does have a homer against him, in fact, uh, but it was back in 2017. I might, so I might throw down ten. I might double up tonight. Double up. Double up. Yeah. Just send yeah. some good juju his way. If we put ten dollars on it, then maybe it'll just be like an extra little. <laughs> How about this? How about this? And and this is a game where we're going to be slowly working on called more likely. What's more likely to happen? Trevor Story hits zero home runs tonight or Trevor Story hits two home runs tonight? Ah. What's more likely? Two. Um, I would, I would say two. And again, if you think it's none, it's just, it's hard because you're like, Hey, he's scrapping. It, you know, it's, he's going to be lucky to get one. So right. I understand why yeah. someone would say zero. Well, because it's the actually reasonable answer. Yeah. (laughs) My my gut was telling me zero just because of track record. But it's not like Trevor is, like, not seeing the ball at all. It's just swinging and missing every time he goes up there. He's making good contact. He hits that ball so hard. And he's just been unlucky a couple times where, like, if he had just swung a little bit sooner, that thing would have been gone. But it just missed it by a little bit in the outfield. So, you know, it's not like he's just completely missing the ball, not seeing it just sucking at the plate. He's making good contact. So I think because of that, even though the track record says otherwise, I'll go more likely to hit two. <laughs> oh, you, you threw me for a curve there. I thought you were lining up for the zero. But there, there's nothing wrong with that because that's how it's been lining up. That to hit yeah. two is more than just bucking the trend. You know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm no DraftKings sportsbook, but I can set a good line here when it comes to more likely. You can say, make a case either way, but I think we're all in the camp of, I was going to say, is he more likely to hit zero or three? And again, well, zero in that case. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's you, fine. But two. Yeah. Zero. Think about how absurd it is in any baseball game to take somebody. In any baseball game, you if you could win money to bet on people to hit zero home runs, more often than not, <laughs> you're going to win that. They don't hit home runs. It's just that Trevor is so due. The pitching yeah. matchups are so favorable. Mm-hmm. Everything's lining up. And, and yeah, I would not be in the, if he hits two tonight, I think we all get to do uh, like a, I don't know, a victory lap around Coors Field. And, and uh, I was going to say waving our DNVR shirts over our heads, but you know, we'll, 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 we'll let the fans vote on, on how they want to let that run. And keep an eye on the bullpen situation tonight because Sam Coonrod's in there with the Phils. Uh, Story does have a double against him back when he was with San Francisco. So I, I highly doubt um, Phil's manager is going to, uh, Joe, Joe Girardi is going to go that way when it comes to Coonrod, but that, that could be your second one off Velasquez, one off Coonrod. We'll see what happens. Loving it. Uh, anybody else that you'd like, if you were going to put money on someone, maybe a Phillies guy to hit a home run. Is there anyone in this game you, you're feeling is, is due for a homer? Not even going to speak it into existence. I'm ignoring Love them. Love <laughs> it. That's, that's brave. That is, that is brave, but at the same time, I, I do want our I do want our subscribers and our listeners to win a couple bucks. So you're not necessarily hoping it can happen, but you are going to make some good money off it. You know, Andrew McCutcheon does have pretty good numbers against Herman Marquez, so I'd, I'd be inclined to see him. And you know what? He's one of those guys. Bryce Harper, we all know he's I'm not going to say he's controversial, but he's polarizing, right? He's polarizing. Where you understand why people love him as 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 much as they do, and you understand why people dislike him. So. That's hard, but I think we can all agree. Andrew McCutcheon's the real deal. You got to root for that guy. Hey, a harmless solo home run at some point in the game where it means nothing. The Rockies still win. 
Makes it six one in the seventh or eighth off of a reliever. But in case that's a shutout. So we got yeah. we gotta make it a, it's gotta be six one and then he hits the solo and it's six two. And then it's there even more like hey, no harm, no foul there. I just yeah. cashed in and I want some good money on DraftKings Sportsbook. That's the scenario that I want to draw out for that one. Love it. And the last thing we got to do for tonight, of course, our ongoing competition of picking who's going to get a hit. We got to take someone in the Rockies line. Now, I I got my guy. Like, oh, that's right. Last time we did this, I picked Dom Nunez, and he hit another 450-foot home run for me. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. You did. I did not pick Jonathan Daza, even though that was the gutsy call. He got a hit. I went with Trevor Story. He yeah. did get it. But I would have felt a lot better if I had Jonathan Daza as my guy. Michaela made, made no pick, so therefore she had does not have a hit streak going right now because of that. So that counts as a loss because she did not chime in in time. So you, need to, you need to pick up for this one here. Baseball you need to make up brutal, man. Ouch. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Do you want me? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I, I will go first, and you know I sort of feel like again it's it's going to be Charlie Trevor Story now. Ryan McMahon has been that guy. There's been those moments with Garrett Hampson. Seems like a surefire lock pick, but I, I don't want to lean on those guys too much. So tonight I'm gonna go eh, maybe not too far off the board, but I think Mr. CJ Cron is going to get a hit tonight. Only has three at bats against Fitz Velasquez, but the numbers are enough to suggest that he's going to continue on his hot streak. Uh, he's got off the Schneid. He finally his first home run. He definitely had a look of relief on his face the other night yeah. after he did that. <laughs> so I think his luck's going to continue, uh, and he's going to come through with a hit if he doesn't walk in every at bat because he's he's either walking. doing he's either walking. Yeah, yeah he's he's getting on base a lot actually. Uh, Want to see him driving some more runs tonight? I think he's going to do both of those things. CJ Cron is my guy. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but guys, I just have a gut feeling about Trevor's story tonight. I think this is the game that he's going to break out. I could be wrong, but I don't know. My gut is telling me Trevor's story is the guy this game. So I'm going to go with Trevor's story. I'm hoping that if I just keep saying it, I'll be, I will will it to happen. The universe will listen and Trevor's story will go off tonight with multiple hits, but definitely at least one. I just feel like it's his time. He's long overdue. He hasn't been producing as much as we all hoped he would, as much as he hoped he would. So if there's a game to have a breakout performance. It's this one, and I'm just feeling good about Trevor. So I'm going to take Trevor's story. I was going to say, if we're picking him to hit two home runs, uh, they, those both count as hits. So that's <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. I love all the oh, money boy. in on Trevor's story tonight. I love that. I, I just I have like a good that. feeling about it. I can't explain it. I could be crazy, but got to go with the guy. And, and for anyone out there saying, oh my God, they're picking with the, they're going with the obvious choices. This is the first time Mikhail's going with Trevor's story on the season. So you've, you've gone kind of a little off the board, a little bit here and there with Blackman, McMahon, Hilliard. This is your first Trevor Story selection. So that's quite all right. I like that's, that. Yeah. All right. A lot of fun and interesting options out there. I'll do the same thing Patrick did last time and tease that I could take Yonath Mendoza. He's on a hot streak. He's feeling good at the plate. In there batting sixth and he's earned it. Uh, and and with a guy who you know relies on a fastball that's very hittable, and a hitter who who hits fastballs, like I could go there. I could ride with Dom Nunez again. Taking the guy in the eighth spot to get hits is fun. That feels good. Uh, but I'm not going to get too creative. I'm I'm going to go with one of my old standbys here. I'm going to go with some. Look, I'm playing to win. For I'm playing for keeps. Right. I, w- I want to get as many of these as I can. Somebody I know is going to get a base hit tonight. Is Ryan Altapia? He's just Ooh. like it's it's a shoe in that the guy's going to get a base hit tonight. Someone's going to throw him, so and it'll probably be you know the Ryan Altapia hit, the little shooter through the left side, a little flare over the infield. He might pull one in front of the right fielder. Singles, I'll take them. Um, I'm I'm with Mac. He's going to exclusively hit home runs against elite pitching this season, so he won't hit a home run until tomorrow <laughs> against Aaron Nola. Uh, but he'll 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 get on base twice tonight at least uh, with a couple of hits or a, or a hit and a walk. And that would give you a three-game hit streak here for, for us doing it again. We're doing it somewhat sporadically. That would be the first three-game hit streak that we've had in this game. We've had a pair of, of two-game hit streaks. So uh, that'll be good to see. We 
the Rockies bats are, are coming alive. So I'm, I think all three of us are going to be correct tonight. I like all of our picks, and it'll be the first time since opening day that all three of our selections and at least right. three Rockies hitters have gotten a hit because there have been those games in which there have not been three guys uh, that have gotten a hit for the Rockies. But tonight they should break that cold streak for sure. Absolutely. Love it. So, hey, you know, watching, we, we, we're all having fun here. We're having fun watching baseball, having fun talking about baseball. We know all of you out there are as well, but there's something that can make it even better. And that's just some quality herb from our friends at Solace Meds. They're absolutely fantastic. A new partner, very, very excited about these guys. It's dispensary with some smoking hot deals. Get it? Solace Meds, uh, four convenient locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, one just blocks away from East Colfax, uh, away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar. So if you're swinging by the bar to watch a Nuggets game, Avs game, Rockies game too, you can do that there. Uh, just a couple of blocks away, swing by Solace Meds to pick up some of the most fantastic quality herb you've ever seen in your life. And also, you can enter for a chance to win a free trip to Jamaica, which is pretty fantastic. You can go to solacemeds.com slash sweeptakes. Sweeptakes? No, sweepstakes. Got to get that extra S in there. You got to spell it right if you want to win your trip to Jamaica. Uh, it's an all-expenses-paid, seven-night, inclusive trip to paradise. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Just go there, check it out, put in an order. Use code DNBR20 to save 20% off your entire purchase. You know how the situation works. But again, supporting all of our partners is supporting us. Solace Meds, new to the family. Make them feel welcome. Make them feel like a member of the family, which, by the way, is what you should be. You've got to subscribe to the DNVR.com. Get access to all of the written content, discounts on hats, shirts, masks, a bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar. And when you get the annual subscription right now, we'll hook you up with a free T-shirt from the DNVR locker and a free holistic stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Check them out at holisticwellness.com. It's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K, wellness.com. There's a million and a half. Okay, I slightly exaggerated. There's 30,000, over 30,000 positive reviews there. You can also use promo code DNVR30 there. They'll hook you up with 30% off. Uh, it's CBD-situated stuff. The Holistic Stick will give you a really good example of the kind of thing they do. They, they're really creative in the way they use CBD, helping you on focus and recovery, sleep, all kinds of fantastic things. Check out the free one when you become a member. And again, go to holisticwellness.com and use that promo code DNBR30 to get 30% off. All right, I don't know if anyone else is has got another surefire moneymaker tonight, but I like going with total runs batted in because Charlie Blackman is overdue. He's got pretty good numbers against Vince Velasquez. I love the fact that he's seen him 21 different times uh, over the course of their both uh, collective careers. And so I think he's going to come through with an RBI. That's it. It's not like yep. hits. A lot of times at Coors Field, it's like over one and a half hits because, again, we know you know a little bloop can, can fall in just about anywhere. So a guy can collect those singles, if you will, uh, a lot, a lot easier at Coors Field. So you got to hit two. You only need one from Charlie Blackman tonight, and that's plus one thirty-five. Not bad. Ten dollar bet. You're gonna win close to fourteen bucks right there. That's that's one of my biggest locks for the game. I love that. And Ryan McMahon is plus one fifty-five. So even less likely. It's gonna pay out even more. And you know both those guys are gonna be in the middle of any kind of hitting spree that the Rockies have going on, not just this weekend, but tonight against Vince Velasquez. Love that. That's a great one. That, yeah, I should look at those a little more often. I I, I got to look at the, the runs. But and what's the um the total runs on this one before we move on? Do we do we like a because it feels like well at least we're like in a one sided higher scoring game. The They're over wild. under for total runs is at ten and a half. Ooh, I, it's weird. Seems high. Seems yeah. a little high. I guess on the mm-hmm. hill, Rocky's offense on the other side. As much as we think they can beat Vince Velasquez and stuff, this is not an offense that's primed to put up an, a nine spot, really, at any time. We were, even earlier, we are talking like a, a six to two type of win is, I think, what we're looking at. That's precisely what I was going to say. This, is, this could be very similar to that Houston game on Tuesday night. Instead of Gray on the Hill, it's Herman Marquez. Instead of it's, it's some shoddy Astros pitching, it's some questionable Phillies pitching there. I think, I think 
uh, <laughs> once we get into the bullpen. So we think Marquez will go six innings, maybe give up two runs. The bullpen gives up two more runs. That's where you got the 6-4 final score. Ten point. runs is going to be the under. But, man, that is so gosh darn close. That's a, that's a good point. That's where it's going to be. You know, it's going to be one of those Shaky six ass bullpen. <laughs> Somewhat Shaky of a nail biter. Right? Ah. I still like the under, but you're, yeah, it won't surprise me if the Rockies get nine and then the bullpen kind of gets involved and coughs up a few. And the, and yeah. the more the runs the Rockies score, the more their middle relievers are going to get involved. <laughs> Unless Marquez just hasn't goes the distance, which is fair. Yeah. I definitely feel a little better about the under on that. I kind of agree with you guys. I have a hard time seeing over 10 and a half runs, but I mean, I would be more than happy to be proved wrong on that, especially if it means the Rockies are <laughs> scoring nine runs this game um, and the Phillies only get one or two. So uh, or there you go. That's a good emotional three. <laughs> I love that. So, you take the yeah. under so you'll win the bet if it's a more reserved game, but the more likely case in you losing that bet in the in the going overs that the Rockies offense breaks out in a big way. So then you're like, ah, I lost the bet, but look at them go. You lost the bet, All but you gained, you lost the bet, <laughs> but you gained some free tacos tomorrow on Taco Bell because they get the seven runs. So really you're breaking even. Am I right? Who could be sad about free tacos? I mean, I'm That's down. Brilliant. In the I'm doing the emotional hedge. I'm taking even. it. But yeah, exactly. It, the positive is is you make a lot more money if it does hit the way you pick. That's so smart. <laughs> you, you should get your you should do a lot of financial consulting when it comes to tacos you know taco based currency right. you know you never know totally totally making a lot of money here at uh DraftKings. I, I should mention i should officially i know we've talked about them a lot but i i should actually let you know what their special deal is going on right now uh, this entire show has basically been an advertisement for uh the DraftKings sports book up to this point so i'll just say download it right now Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $5 into $130 in free bets if the title contender of your choosing wins. Patrick is on. It's Usman. Usman. Kamara Usman. No doubt. I'm, I'm thinking second round KO. Oh, second round KO. If you want to really get go. specific on it. But. Yeah. I, I'm sure you can, can get in there and yeah. get in on that as well. So place your bets. Straight up victory is all you need to know for the win. For this, yeah. Watch them fist fly. Get into it. Know you're loving it out there. Make a little money while you're doing it. It's code DNVR. You'll turn $5 into $130 in free bets. A fighter of your choosing takes home the crown. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Do they have an actual crown? They take home the crown. I know there are belts and stuff. UFC should have out something of there with like a crown that. on their head. That's impressive. I don't care who you are. Like that would be that, good. They they do something cool where they do like fight of the night. Like they have uh, they have like you know bonuses that they'll give out for fight of the night or knockout of the night. So it's like, look, even if you're on the undercard, you may walk away with a real huge payday for just having a, a fun fight that the fans can really get behind. So you can still get one of those bonuses. So I would love to see something like that. Where you know you you find out in the, the post fight conference somebody was you know had, was the king of the night coming out rocking uh, you know big old headpiece there that would be fantastic yeah be behind that I mean I mean entirely very excited. I think we need to have that I think once we all get in studio <laughs> we should, yeah we will we will have uh, the king and queen or the, we'll just have to call the, him the emperor um, whoever's a superstars team uh, my brother has written a series of novels where the royalty do not have gendered terms like king and queen. You were just doing emperor or whatever. Emperor. They're royal. Yeah, they're just it. called royals. Um, there's different measures. But yeah, there's a lot of So you never know. Uh, Michaela's probably going to win it. It's basically what we're prepping for here. Is <laughs> Whoever superstars team scores the most number of points at the end of the year, we should have Eric make a crown. Who's the emperor? Who's the jester? Yeah, well, right. Whoever gets the, the you don't want the to be last. a man. That's right. That's right. Uh, Michael in here with a question. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before the season started, but I know a lot of people join up kind of once games get going, asking about uh, who your AL team is to root for. Basically, uh, Michaela and I have both gotten in on the Toronto Blue Jays fun train. 
Patrick, I, I know you've picked certain teams in certain ways, but is there is there an AL team that you find just particularly fun to I've watch? I've also switched right mine. Now? So oh, what? And um, so you're just you're just saying you're like who turn who you traitor? <laughs> Hold on, I'll get back to you. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> I still I'm still down to cheer for the Blue Jays, but yeah. I will say I totally this is my fault. I don't even why I don't even know why they didn't come to my mind, but I'm switching teams for the American League and I'm going to the Seattle Mariners. Oh, I okay. love that, that team. That team okay. is so fun. They're so exciting. They're where I hope the Rockies will be in <laughs> a couple years in terms of growth and uh, rebuild status. So I love the Mariners. I was lucky enough to get to work for them for uh, spring training before COVID happened. So all the guys in the clubhouse are awesome. I'm so mad at myself for not even thinking of that before the season started. But I have jumped ship. I am now a Seattle Mariners girl. Sorry, Blue Jays. <laughs> and, and what what you're talking about is like just who's like fun for this season. Like who are you keeping your eye on? Yeah, yeah. Who do you have an affinity for? I I have more the most affinity for Chicago White Sox. No. Now that was I, gonna be my guess, but I, I wasn't sure if that was just your your. Pick you know, I'm a big Eloy Jimenez fan, and he's not even with them anymore right no. now. You gotta like. Uh, like driving around in a your mean Mercedes. I, I think that should be a brand of that's been one of the most fun, car at yeah. this point. <laughs> it's really been fantastic. Been but love good. Lucas Giolito, Dallas Keuchel. Um, you know, they're they're starting rotations Lou great. Bob. Lou Bob, yep. I, I mean, got a no hitter. Dylan Cease, Michael Kopech, Carlos yep. Rodon. Yep. He's it's a fun the no -no. team. I wish they did the team. wrong manager. <laughs> yeah, the manager <laughs> the weird ruins yeah. it. Yeah. Literally ruins everything. Part. Yeah, the the team is so much fun. Hey, we're doing a very similar thing here, right? Where we're trying to separate the the ball players out on the field from the front office. Yeah, you know. So if you can separate the ball players out on the field from the manager, that's a that is a really really fun team. Yeah, and again, if we're just talking about excitement. You say, yeah, that's that yeah. that's where the excitement happens in well, not in Toronto, in in Dunedin. You know, the the Dunedin. Yeah. Blue Jays of Toronto via Buffalo or whatever they're called <laughs> these days. Right. Um, and, and yeah, Seattle's they're, they're doing some exciting things up there with their young core and, and they're only going to get younger once uh, Kellenic and, and Julio Rodriguez and Logan Gilbert, all those guys, George Kirby. Mm -hmm. Love that name. George Kirby. I know. Right. They've also got great names out there and it's Kellenic, right? I think I've yeah. been saying Kellenic, but it's Kellenic. Yeah. No, you're confusing it with the thing that uh, we all need from time to time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if we eat too much dairy, anyway, so take that might have gone over some people's heads, but uh, and yeah, and I'm I'm still on those Toronto Blue Jays. I just uh, I bought in early on that the Bobichet experience is, is treating me very yeah. well. Uh, I I know the pitching is questionable, but I've even like dug into what they've got coming here. Uh, I've had no time because we've been doing this, but with two off days um, this week, I was finally able to download. MLB the show 21 and go and get uh, Nate Pearson and Simeon Woods Richardson and play around with what those guys have. And it's like, this is just a fun team, man. Yeah, and I okay. Another yeah. good young pitcher. Yeah. So, uh, and then obviously we know about Boba Shett, Vladdy Jr., Kevin Biggio, all those guys doing the, doing the thing. So it's just like, uh, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's uh, I, I've actually, it's been interesting. I, I feel like I have more. There are more teams out there that have been really fun to watch this year. The only it's just like 100. Maybe it's just 100 percent hate on the Dodgers because they're just so damn good. and They have all the things or whatever. And it's like you don't want them to any time they lose. It's a win for everybody in baseball. Uh, and then, you know, there's still that little part of me that kind of looks over at the Padres and goes, I don't know if I can do it. But everybody else is just like there's there's so many fun players in the game right now. So many great young players coming up in the game. A lot of fun teams. Nobody that I feel like I've got to root against them. Like I find myself feeling bad for the Yankees. Like it'll stop. That feeling will go away very soon. Nope, can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I have no sympathy for that team. <laughs> Zero. Like, man, I like those you know, players. You know? you know what's making it? I think so much fun for us as as the viewers and as the fans is that we're seeing the fun and excitement by the players like ratcheted up 
a little yeah. bit more yes. than, than we saw yes. last season. And I think that is because of the fans. It's like, it's cyclical, right? Like fans are going to the ballpark because they love the game. Players are feeding off of that. And it's, it's just been, it's been symbiotic. It's been fantastic. And we've, we've heard Rockies players even talking about what that's been like for them. So it, it's, it's been the fuel to the fire uh, in all the best possible ways. So you, you just love to see that excitement on the field exuding from these guys, young and old, because you're seeing it from the older dudes as well. Totally. Absolutely agree. Um, you're saying a lot of people just stuck inside for a long time, getting back out for the first time. But hey, if you have been stuck inside for a long time, you may have let your situation go. Take care of it before you go back out in the public. Your downstairs is getting out of control. Look, when you were inside in the basement eating Cheetos, hibernating with the rest of us, it made some sense. But now you're getting back out there into the world. It's time to manscape. Manscape up for you, for everybody around you, for the people who are taking care of you the best. You got to get manscaped. And if you use promo code DNVR20, they'll hook you off. Hook you off? Well, I'm going to say that was a pun to totally not intended and <laughs> just skip right by it. They'll hook you up with 20%. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com when you use code DNVR. Uh, really is quality product stuff. We joke around a lot, but it's worth the time and investment to get yourself manscaped. Use the lawnmower 3.0. Get yourself nice and trimmed up. They got spritzer. They got deodorant. It really makes you feel like the best version of yourself. And I'm a big fan of the most comfortable pair of boxers you've ever worn in your life. You'll find it from them. If you get the perfect package or performance package right now, they'll hook you up with a free shed travel bag and that patented high-performance boxers. Those patented, I suppose you could say, because it, technically it's one thing. I've, that's always tripping me up with like, pants you've got to say those pants that pants it's one thing it's a singular thing i'm sorry i, I, I had a grammar moment right patrick you know i'm right jerry Sein look i i you <laughs> turned into jerry seinfeld filled here uh, he's, it's okay he's i have uh, my i know who jerry seinfeld is <laughs> i didn't say you didn't i didn't say you didn't don't be jumping to conclusions you're here. clarifying but, he's a comedian was a little but well i'm just in case he didn't know, uh, but Drew, yeah, you're, you need the whole bit. What's with pants? You're only wearing one. It should be a pant. It's one pant. Two words, one pant. It's okay. My grammar thing is when people say the MLB. Yeah. That sets me off. It's just MLB. You don't need an article in front of Major League Baseball. It's just right. MLB. When you say the MLB, it's the Major League Baseball. Like the ball that you are holding, <laughs> not the league. Oh, it makes me so mad. I could go on for hours. I love this. <laughs> this this is sometimes, the sometimes the right. I the work MLB. for. Never. You can say I work for MLB or I work for the MLB. Nope. But doesn't make you any can't sense. Say I work for Colorado Rockies. I work for the Colorado Rockies. So you can't say case, I work for the MLB. I it wouldn't make no, sense. I'm, it means I'm but with, doesn't make sense because I know exactly what you'd be talking about. I'm not no, with Michaela here. Like you can't so, say the MLB because you would say I work for the Major League Baseball. That doesn't make any sense. Well, right, no, there's like, two different things. One is an acronym. One is the full full term. There are now. There are technically. I've I've do, I've dove into this before because there there are technically different rules for acronyms here. But I'm still on Michaela's side with this whole thing. Try try it with one of the wrestling companies. I work for I the work WWE. For the WWE. No, I work for I work WWE. For, you could say both. The WWE. Nobody's yeah, ever, you've never both. heard any of those people ever say that. Look, I every time I talk w. with a pro wrestler that works for Vince McMahon, <laughs> they always say, quote, <laughs> I'm getting a fourth opinion on this. The, the AEW? Yeah. It's it's both. It, it Sometimes may not be technically one. wrong. I have a style book. I'm about to prove you so wrong. <laughs> Look, if, it's, if it's if something it technically is something, it also means it technically isn't something. I wish we knew how to set up a poll in the. <laughs> you cannot YouTube. say the MLB. That doesn't make any sense. It's just MLB. You don't need an article in front of it. That article is pointless. So if I say I'm a beat reporter for the Rockies, you'd go. I have no idea what you just said, dude. I don't what. 
No, do you have to go to the hospital? It's just for Major League Baseball. For teams, it's totally different. Because Major League Baseball is both plural and singular. So you don't need an article in front of it. Rockies is already plural. Maybe I'm getting off topic here when I ask this. But, Michaela, will you be watching the – Will you be watching the NFL draft this weekend or no? No, it works for other leagues. You can use no, it for well, NFL. You can nope. use it for NHL and you, you can go. use it for NBA. But it's because there it's the national. No, it's because it's, it's different. The National it, Basketball it, Association is plural. Major League Baseball is singular and plural. Right. National it, football. Oh my you just God. said no, no, it's no. plural. It's 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 no. singular. She, she, said, she said the plural. wrong she said the wrong thing, but she she got it mixed up. But she's right. She is she is correct. All right, so it's only singular and it's not plural. You're, you're literally confusing, the hell confusing out. me. <laughs> now I'm confused. The, the NFL draft. The object of the phrase is draft, not NFL. Michaela and Drew are right. Thank you, it's Brendan. It's a proper noun. It's a proper noun. I'm going to kill myself. MLB draft is <laughs> now. Yeah, That's why draft is capitalized. I'm NFL. looking for it in my style yeah, book. NFL. I need a second. Uh, so what we're seeing here is Michaela's confidence has gone way down. Because no, now I know I'm right. I know I'm right. Stories. No, I know I'm right. Even Manny Rondawa has now joined the conversation to let us know that we're right on this one. And he works for the MLB.com. <laughs> he works for Thank the you, Manny. Except that's not what it is. That's why I threw it in there. It literally uh, sets me off like that, no other. <laughs> I re- only, you know, this man wrote a book. So I'm going to give, I am, I am more inclined to believe Manny Rondawa than I am strunk and or white. I so went to said, journalism school. I had to take a classic <laughs> grammar to stay in journalism school. I have a style book. <laughs> I, want, I want that on a t-shirt so bad with Michaela. With the, oh, where's the, um? hold up. I can't believe I missed so out on that. MLB is up. the only sport that shouldn't have the front of it. I have That's a what, style book. I want it. It's so, the only league that I, oh, doesn't yeah. need an article in front of it. It's the only one. Well, it's I would say MLS does. In, it's, the MLS it's, website is Oh, the, no, MLS. yeah, MLS is right. You're right. It's, it's MLS it's and because, MLB. Yeah. yeah, because they put it, the league in the middle. Mikhail is right. You're taking shots at MLS now. Sorry. You're taking a shot at Rapids fans right here, okay? No. For all the Rapids fans out there. All three of them. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. The what else? We, we need to define it. UFC? Oh, well, because well, that's even a weird acronym for a league altogether, isn't it? Because they don't have league or 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 association or, or any of those words in in there at all. <laughs> Ultimate Fighting Championship. It's not, it, like none of those words describe an organization. <laughs> By the way, here I am. I'm sitting out here on Stout Street in Denver. Had a little business here in town. Just yeah. saw the great Kevin Collins and Josh Sushan from the Albuquerque Ice Oh, no Tubes. kidding. In, in town. town for the Phillies game tonight. Kevin's from, from Philadelphia, so he'll be going there. Well, so they just waved by. Great guys. Glad for minor league baseball to be back. Michaela, you, do not, you look a little deflated. <laughs> Have you learned that against all odds, I am I'm actually no. right? No, Drew and I are right, and Manny, and everybody else in the comments that says you're wrong. <laughs> but the book is away. The book is away. Okay. That is interesting. The book I is away. haven't looked something up in an actual book in ages. I don't know why. I just didn't freaking Google it. The Amazing. internet is right in front of me. <laughs> no, the, the book was a very important part of this experience, I think. <laughs> By the way, you just carry that around with you? It's on my desk. I never want to be grammatically incorrect. The Cronkite School would disown me as a graduate if I didn't have this. This was required for all four years of my education. It's a little outdated. It's from 2017, but we won't talk about that. The language hasn't changed much in the last like four years. I think you'll be all right. <laughs> oh, I think man. you'll be okay. I absolutely love <sighs> that you have that. <laughs> I love everything that's the comments. I, I agree with Brendan. This is this debate was the highlight before the game. Even if we made a, people a bunch of money on the Trevor Story home runs or whatever, this this has made my wait. Day. So, Brendan, was this the highlight before game or the highlight before <laughs> the game? Oh my <laughs> god! I'm I just need to know. Oh, Patrick, 
Attorneys general? Attorney what's general. What's up, Patrick? What Attorneys subject general. do you teach in school? Math. Thank you. Debate over. <laughs> this guy. All <laughs> oh, right. That was a full-on dunk. How many I've never heard any words before. <laughs> how many articles on the DNVR.com? I submit. <laughs> I was surprised yeah. we didn't get the DNVR. That was a double slam dunk. I just oh slammed down two basketballs at the same time. DNVR.com. I'm about that. to end it all. Literally. <laughs> David Thompson. Was that a David? Oh, good one. Skywalker on the. Um... <laughs> hey, I'm going to uh, sell some beef now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got beef. We're beefing right now. Beef right here. The best beef, though. This is the second best beef. The first best beef remains from our friends at Hassle Cattle Company. Wagyu beef. It could change your life. Check it out at H-A-S-S-E-L-L CattleCompany.com. Got ground chuck, award-winning hamburgers, steaks, all kinds of fantastic stuff. The bacon. Oh, the bacon. I could write poetry about the Wagyu Hassle Cattle Company. Beef bacon. It is mind-blowingly good. So check them out. Again, at HassleCattleCompany.com. Use promo code DMBR10. You'll get 10% off. And if you order over 200 bucks, they'll get you free shipping. Highly recommend. Uh, if you've got the freezer space, which you almost certainly do, uh, so do it. Just do it. Just have it. <laughs> do it, have it, eat it. It's good. But uh, that would be a very terrible slogan, I feel like. Yeah, would have yeah. it, eat it. It's good. Don't ever get into marketing, Drew. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> I'm the guy that reads the ad, not the guy that writes the ad. <laughs> don't, don't, don't quit the day job, Drew. Just don't. Oh my god. <laughs> Forever. But I do want. I do want a hat that says the DNVR, since know, that is right? the website. I do. Want it, it is. It's. It's just. Uh, I can't. We. We had to do that for a reason. Now I can't remember why, but. I think because the because DNVR as a domain was already taken. Sounds well. That's not fun to know that, but yeah, it is kind of. <laughs> just took Sometimes, all the fun out of it. Great. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, what else we got? Uh, I guess we kind of previewed the series. We didn't. We don't really have enough time to. I was going to say, if we had time, I, I could play a, a goofy game, but we had time for that. Oh. That was that was uh that was a lot. <laughs> I need I need a second to digest. <laughs> I, know. I know. Okay, here's All the question: right. Who has the best throwback uniforms in MLB? I don't understand. I think it's Ooh. I think it's the Phillies. I think it's the Phillies. The Phillies powder blues. The, oh. the powder blues. Yes. I like their maroons. Their maroon unis are interesting. Mm -hmm. I, they're not one of the best, but I like them. I like them. you. The ones from the, from 1980. Um, I, I think like the Rockies need to make stuff. Any Ooh. old pirate stuff. I yeah. Like. Oh yeah, good call. The red jerseys that are sleeveless, those are epic. Those are those cool are great. too. Those now the really A's cool. had a sleeveless jersey for a while. I don't know that they've really brought it back all that much, to be honest. Hmm. Oh, my mom in the comments on the screen says, "Right, we do have hassle." Beef burgers in the DNVR bar now. So that's another thing I, I keep forgetting to mention. You can get. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Your mom is doing a better job of selling our sponsor than you are. True. <laughs> Come on, man. Now, I, I don't want to get off topic, but this is this is something I was thinking of that has to do with jerseys and throwbacks and, you know, mm. a nod to the past. I saw something recently. It was, uh, it was an advertisement for the Springfield Cardinals, double-A Texas League affiliate of the St. Louis Cardinals. And it had to do something with, you know, hey, the connection that we have with the major league team, we've got these, you know, powder blue uniforms because the Cardinals have powder blues that are beautiful. And it's like this connection throughout the minors is that players wear like these powder blues, you know, for, for the Cardinals, right, to get them prepared for the major leagues. And it made me say, you know what? The Rockies at every level should have, Black sleeveless jerseys. They should all of their minor league affiliates like have yeah. black sleeveless jerseys as a nod to, hey, when you get to the majors, you are, you're going to have an opportunity to wear this officially. It's like a little taste of what's to come. Now, I think yeah. a lot of the affiliates have had purple, right? They've done, they've like, you know, yeah, had this they made that a theme, yeah. They made yeah. it a theme a little bit here and there, and that's kind of similar. It's similar in, in ways, getting used to the purple of the Rockies. But I think you take it a step further and have black sleeveless 
because black translates to just about anything there, whether it's home or on the road. I think that would be a great way to tie in the miners, these young guys, to, hey, when you get up to Coors Field, you're going to be wearing these same black vests. I think that would be a great little connector all throughout the miners. I want the Rockies to create lavender jerseys because they can't do powder blue. So lavender is like the equivalent. Oh, I would die of happiness. I don't care who is on the roster. I will get a lavender jersey in every single player (laughs) because I would die. Absolutely should. should. It's basically a white with a tiny droplet of purple in there, just off white. Whether it's, and lavender is very light though, right? It's not a a strong type of purple. Yeah. So it's like very almost subtle where like from a distance, you might not even pick it up. I'd be all for that. That's um, I think that's that's a mistake. That's that's um, you should have that. Getting all that stuff. Um, You reminded me, Mac, of a question I was thinking about when the Strohs were in town. uh, As I got to the ballpark for one of the games, um, I was walking behind a guy who was wearing a throwback Strohs jersey, one of those ones that you you know was really ugly back in the day, but now it's kind of dope because it's a throwback. And I was thinking like Like a rainbow. Kind of like that yeah, rainbow, the, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. With the like, the, like yellow and orange and brown and stuff, and you're like, all right, it's, it's interesting color pattern. But I was wondering about um, <laughs> uh, which of those like that were ugly, that were almost certainly ugly when they were first out. But now you're like, now that it's retro, it's kind of cool, dude. That's the you picked the perfect one because it, I that's feel the like one. Cause that was kind of around towards the tail end when I was a kid or I'd see it on some older baseball cards and yeah. it'd be like, eh, it's just kind of whatever. And then it came back around and kind of became popular. The, right. the, the like late seventies, I think they were in the late seventies. The white Sox even had shorts. They actually played in shorts Ooh. for like a season. Jeez. Not, not a great look. Not, not a good look. No. Uh, I was kind of not down for the Red Sox, New Jersey's the, Marathon ones, but then when they like explain, yeah, when they explained everything behind it, I was like, okay, these are sweet. I like them. I think they're cool. I think I like it's just hard because, yeah. yeah, the idea behind it's cool. I think it's just hard to see the Red Sox in anything other than what they normally wear, just because they're such like an old iconic franchise. Like it would be the Yankees wearing anything than whatever the Yankees usually wear. It was just jarring to the senses. I was like, whoa. But I really right. do. I think they're cool. I like the meaning behind them, and they're cool. They're well done. They're well made, but. It's just weird seeing them in them. <laughs> no, you're, you're 100% right. I feel like what it is, and, and because, uh, shoot, what's his name? John Henry, one of the owners of the Red Sox is, as part of what the Fenway Sports Group. Uh, they also own Liverpool. And if you know anything about, well, any kind of international soccer, these teams have so many different variations of jerseys where they, they some years they've got jerseys that barely even uh, use the, the, the typical – team colors in them, right? Because they've got all these alternatives. I mean, yeah. even the Avalanche they don't always have the maroon and the light blue. They've got the um, the, the Colorado State flag type jersey, right? With the red, white, blue, and, and, and yellow, which looks sharp. They even have like a green version that's out now uh, uh, to tap into the environment and, and the, the evergreens we got growing out here and everything. And so I'm wondering if that's kind of a step in that direction of like, yeah, we know baseball teams have their three base colors, but you know what? Let's kind of really branch out and, and, and do all kinds of different things and, and make it fun. They already do it with like Father's Day, Mother's Day, Fourth of July. They've got the, the games where they have camouflage. It could be a way of opening the door to that. So I welcome it. Uh, so, yeah, so while I, I didn't like what the, the Boston uniforms, what they look like, because you're right, Michaela, it, it, they're, they're navy and red and white, period. I, I like what it could bring about. And in a few years' time, it, it's not as big of a deal, right? You could have teams wearing any color as long as it represents something you go yeah that's the thing that they wore during that one weekend series or that one game and you're like okay it's just a little throwaway makes mlb a couple extra bucks and mlb (laughs) wants to make some extra bucks and so it's a win-win for everybody both fans and mlb thank you patrick for (laughs) indulging me a little there i love it um, so there was one other jersey that I had in mind that I was that I was alluding to, and now I'll just put Michaela on the spot for this one. I want everyone's thoughts, but since we know that the organization holds a special place in her heart, those teal Diamondbacks jerseys have we gotten Ugh. far enough away from them that they're cool and retro now, or are they still as ugly I, as they've ever been? 
I'm obsessed with the Diamondbacks' older colors when they were purple and teal. I wish more than yeah. anything that they would go back to purple and teal. I know, obviously, there was some conflict with being purple and teal because the Rockies are in the division and the Rockies have purple first. But those, yeah. specifically the purple, the Diamondbacks' pur all purple jerseys with like the A on their chest that's like outlined in copper and teal – Oh, I would die. I would die for one of those jerseys. They wore them for their 25th anniversary season, and I died and went to heaven. They were the coolest jerseys I've ever seen. Um, I love the teal ones. I think the teal ones are awesome. Anything that's like their throwback colors, I'm here for. Their pinstripe throwback uniforms, gorgeous. I would die if they would go back to them. Um, I don't think that's that's like a replica one. There's one that just has like a solid A on it, but even the sleeve detail is so cool. Like I just oh, they're so Those pretty. Those are I pretty would, cool. The teal, uh, that I think they're awesome. I'm so oh. down for those. <laughs> now the gray and teal, Patrick. the gray and teal that that guy was wearing. No, I don't like that one. But you're oh. muted. <laughs> Copper. That like again, that's a color that's just not really used. Play that yeah. up. That's where I think yeah. the Rockies could play up their silver tones, maybe a yeah. little bit more than they do, right? Where it's just like an off yeah. white or whatever. Totally. You could totally play up those silver tones a lot better. Well, and uh, copper is really like cool for Arizona because it has a lot to do with the culture. Like copper is where Arizona is a copper state, so but, which is another cool reason to have it. Which is why I'm so mad at them that they're Sedona red and. Sand, tan, tan, and whatever else they chose. Well, I think, I mean, the Rockies could even do something with, you know, again, as a nod to uh, the, I think it was, yeah, the the first uh, professional baseball club in the state of Colorado, Leadville, right? Had a team. Right. So, right. you know, you have like a little lead color in there. Again, that might mm. be like a gray. But again, we know with technology in 2021, you can get those colors just right where it evokes that, that idea of like, oh, no, that's the color of, of lead. I mean, you also have, you know, fool's gold. You've got pyrite, which grows rather plentiful in the state. You're going Tur so far down this gem. <laughs> turquoise, turquoise is the state gem. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Not I turquoise. Tourmaline. Wait, tourmaline. I forgot now. Is it aquamarine? Aquamarine. That's it. Yeah, you're right. I'm getting all over the place. But bring all those gem colors in. I don't care. Steven Universe it up. Let's go. I, like, I think it'd be wow. cool to see their iteration of the Steven Universe. I think it'd be cool to see their iteration of the Colorado flag on their jerseys, like in the sum of the the blue red yellow combo, because like they they had it in their hats for spring training either a couple of seasons. Blue, whatever yellow. They had yeah. it. How about yeah. a little more yellow? What I mean, yeah. Oakland. Well, who else has yellow in their color in their their unis? I mean, well, the Royals will have like a a, a a thin line, right? Cardinals yeah. will have like a thin line. The Royals are the well, only the Pirates. I mean, uh, the A's are the, the Pirates only Pirates and the A's. Like yeah. the Pirates. It's, so that's it's, a very rarely used color. So you could you could throw that that yellow in for the state yeah. flag and play that up. Oh, the I Brewers. Really think some the Brewers have black, yellow too. Brewers yeah, have a lot more. Yeah. Some, uh, They've got away from that a little bit, other than they throw with the the yellow and red sure. and blue C for the Rockies yeah. and the cap and on the the patch, right? Just black yeah. vest with the, the C. Maybe maybe you figure out a way to work an R into it as well, but using those colors, so it's kind of or, the CR. I am not a design person. This is the best design idea I've ever had in my life, by the way. You're all here. It is good. And, and the fact that you call um, you call those folks design people is all, all the reason <laughs> to know you're not a design person. No, but even the old school abbreviation before states had two initials, Colorado is C-O-L-O. -O. Boom. Let's just see a little C-O-L-O. -O. Oh. That would look kind of dope. That would Ooh, almost that give would it a look full back retro vibe to it as well. That's, we've talked about them needing to invent their own. What do they call them? Phobacks? Yeah, like that. That needs to happen. C O L O dot in in all in lead across a black vest. All right, we got to do a whole podcast on this. Apparently, this is a great topic that Michaela threw out when I couldn't think of what to do for the last ten minutes. Well, for you're this, welcome. For this uh, episode, cut out the twenty minutes where we were arguing over the word "the." But no, send, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying send, send this podcast to Eric Weedham so he can draw it up, and we're just we'll cut right. the fat out. We'll cut the the argument uh, out, so we can I need just his input on the on the 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 debate the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if it sticks. 
All right, folks. Well, there's a baseball game getting ready to happen. So we're all going to go and watch it. I know you're going to do that as well. We're going to be having fun. We'll, of course, be wrapping the series up for you on Sunday afternoon. Be sure to join us for that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss any of this. Like I said at the beginning, some of this conversation may have seemed in the past for you if you're listening on the podcast. Well, if you want to take full advantage, that's why you got to join us on the YouTube. It's happening here. You got you're, You don't want to miss all the graphics. Our graphics team is making, and you don't want to miss the timeliness, being able to get in on these bets, having the pregame shows, all the stuff, being able to join us in a live chat. So many good reasons to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, to subscribe to the DNVR.com. What was it, Patrick? The DNVR.com? It's pronounced D dnvr.com you get discounts on hat shirts and massive bigger beer when you come down to the dnvr bar uh bigger the dnvr bar yeah you, you, i'm never gonna i'm not gonna stop hearing it now for days at the very least everything we do uh it's gonna be fantastic follow everyone on social media at drew creaseman at patrick e lines at michaela e perkins to keep the debate going at dnvr underscore rockies and just keep being absolutely awesome baseball fans out there. We promise to keep being absolutely Drew Creaseman, Patrick Lyons, and Michaela Perkins in here. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.